Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Your Cosmic Career Coach podcast. This is Aubrey DeClerc, career coach and career astrologer in Portland, Oregon. And this is Tom Chaplin, career coach and astrologer in Alexandria, Virginia. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, today we're picking up where we left off last time, talking about moon phases and connection to work and personality and needs and desires. And we are talking about the minor phases this time. Right. Yeah, last, last time we covered the, the four primary phases, lunar phases, the, the new moon, the first quarter, the full moon, the third quarter. And today we're going to talk about the crescent moon, the gibbous, the disseminating, and the balsamic. So... Anything else before we dive into this? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm looking forward to this conversation. I was when Tom and I were talking them through, and I told him which one I was. He had a a little laugh, <laughs> a little knowing laugh about it. So I'm hoping that um, that having this conversation will help you in the ways that has also helped me in, in getting some deeper understanding yeah. of the phases. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that laugh is probably because it's always so, you know, that's the, the fun thing about astrology is when you, you you find out something about the person in astrological terms, and then suddenly it's like, oh, now I understand. Yeah, now, <laughs> I, now, now I see it this way. <laughs> or maybe something that you really didn't see before. And then, you know, then suddenly it's like a, a light goes off and it's like, yes, now I, that makes sense. I see that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> let's start with the crescent moon. Okay. Tell and us, Tom. So, you know, just to um, recap for a second, the, the new moon, of course, is when the, the moon is in total darkness. And, and then, and this is the, the same as the, the conjunction, the, the sun moon conjunction. So now we're moving the, the moon of course is moving much more rapidly than the sun. So it moves away from the sun towards, towards an opposition, but the first phase that it comes to before the, the first quarter phase is the crescent crescent phase. And this is where, you know, you'll see, you'll see this in the sky. The, there's a, a sliver of light. Um, the moon is mostly dark, but there is a little bit of light. It's growing in lightness. And that, um, and what this represents is, you know, we, we talked about the seed analogy before with the primary phases. And remember at the, the new moon, the, the seed is planted. And at the, the crescent moon phase, this is where the, the, you know, it's, it's a very good analogy because this is where the, the seed starts to sprout. And so that there's this glimpse, this um, glimpse of, of light in the outer world. So we're, we're still dealing with primarily subjectivity, but there's a little bit of ob objectivity. The outer world is coming into focus. And the, when you think about this in terms of the plant, it's, it's a very vulnerable time. The plant, the seed must grow very quickly. And that's the way, that's the energy of someone born under a crescent moon phase. They, there's a little bit of clarity in the outer world, just enough to kind of spark their curiosity. And they know that there's, there's something out there and they want to find it. 
So they're, they're very motivated. They're very driven, um, very curious about what they might find. There's also usually something very, um, there, there's this internal type of struggle because there's, there's a need to let go of, of um, things from the past that could be holding them back. There's a, there's a need to really rectify that so that they can be freed up to move on. So that's um, anything to add to that. What do you? Well, I start thinking, you know, naturally about what does that mean when people are involved in their jobs and at work? And part of that is that, you know, this isn't a, this is a phase where someone's going to want to be able to continually grow. They're going to want to have continued opportunities, right? Right. It could be very ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like throughout life. Yeah. And talking about like if they don't have opportunities for promotion or for new learning in terms of wanting to know about an organization, right. In terms of, um, you know, what's the training budget? What's, you know, how are they recognizing their employees? How are they going to continue to to feel like they're growing in their career? And also, uh, you know, uh, in terms of ways of helping them continue to have that energy is to be reflective, right. When they move from, job to job to be thinking about, okay, what are the things that were going well that I want to bring forward from that, that I'm excited about? And what are the things that I can just let go of? So I don't bring that into the new role Definitely, and in a way, hold themselves, their, their own selves back from the growth that they want and that they're on track for. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, yeah, well said. It's, it's very much about, um, you know, this looking at where they've been, where they're coming from and, and how they want to, you know, any healing that, or, or changes that they need to make in order to be able to kind of free up the pathway to move forward. But yeah, it can be very ambitious you know, you still get that energy of the new moon where, where, you know, the new moon in total darkness where they don't know what's out there. And the only way to find out is just to go for it, to jump in. Yeah, which can be a little scary in the dark sometimes. Yeah, and um, but with the crescent phase, they know just enough to, you know, so it's not quite so scary. But they they really they, they still have that energy where they want to they want to, you know, they're very ambitious about starting things. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of you know you know we're we're in the waxing phase, moving towards the the full moon, which is fulfillment, you know, where the rewards start to come in. Mm-hmm. And so there's a real, there's a drive to, it, it's very externalized in the, in the world, very externalized energy to, um, you know, to, to, um, to compete, to win, to, to move forward. So. Yeah. Uh, so looking for those opportunities in terms of work to stay engaged Right. Right. So, you know, this could be maybe somebody who um, starts out in a company, starts out in a job, let's say early in their career and grows, you know, progresses fairly quickly and moves up the corporate ladder. Um, Or they, you know, rather not everybody, um, grows their career by staying at the same company their you know tendency is to to uh to change jobs um so there could be a lot of that start their own business absolutely yeah 
Yeah, definitely. So should we move on to yeah. Gibbous? Yes. So, so the next one is the first quarter um, phase, which we covered last time. Um, the, you know, those, the first quarter people are really the builders. They're the ones who will tear something apart and put it back together. You know, do it a different, put it back together a different way. They do not mind. They love to do that. They can they can work in a, a crisis situation. They're they're good at they're good at that jumping in. Um, so so let's going from there to the the next phase is the gibbous phase. And here at the gibbous, where the moon is mostly in the light, it's. Um, Objectivity is very strong at this point. Subjectivity is waning. Um, we're almost at the, the full moon where we're going to, you know, that's the point of completion or, you know, where the rewards come. So the gibbous phase, this, people can taste it. You know, it's like the, if you have your plant, it has blossoms all over it or, or um, buds, it hasn't bloomed yet, but it's it's getting to that point. And by the end of the phase, it, it will be starting to bloom. So you've got, um, um, if, if you're born under a gibbous phase, you, you have that, you have that drive because you're almost there and you want to make sure that you're ready for it. So there's, there's a lot of um, cleaning things up, tying up loose ends, you know, making sure that all the T's are crossed and I's are dotted. You know, people born under a gibbous moon phase can sometimes be called the perfectionists of the, of the lunar cycle because they're so concerned with making sure that everything is done correctly. That, and because you know, for the reason of they want to be ready for the full moon, which comes next, that big moment of reward. So, um, you know, what else? What are some of the uh, <laughs> characteristics? Um, curiosity. Um, I know you have something to add here, Aubrey, because yes. this is Aubrey's lunar phase. What what can you add? What do you? Well, one thing that I notice in terms of this phase and in terms of how I feel about work is it's just like. There's just like, there's a drive to make things better, like to see the gaps and to close those gaps, to improve things, like constantly wanting to improve things, you know, that seeing there's a way to do that. And um, a little relentless at times about that. But yeah, I really feel that in terms of saying if, if somebody's giving me something to do, I want to make sure that it's done right, that we do the right planning, that we're getting ready. And the fact that it will be seen, and I don't mean like it has to be super public or anything, but it's less like when we start talking about balsamic where people care a little bit, you know, quite a bit less about the outside world, that there's a excitement and and anticipation in my work life about getting something, getting something to the point where it's ready. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Getting that project yeah or that report or the the project or or, you know the finished product yeah ready for delivery yeah and so thinking about those places where maybe you know other people also that have this moon phase and people can check we've got a link um in the recording where you can find out where your moon phase is and then we also have a chart where you can be following along with how these are following after each other in terms of the phases but 
maybe for other people as well, where it's like, wow, if I don't have that excitement about getting ready to do something, like my motivation for work is like not quite there. You know, it's just, if it, if it doesn't have the energy, the excitement towards moving something that's coming to fruition, like, you know, it's kind of the why, why bother? Why are we doing this again? You know? Right. And, and you're, you, you're born, you said you were born one day before the full moon. So you're that's really right. close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're can, really close. So you can taste it. Yes. I can <laughs> yeah. see it happening. Yeah. When yes. you're, when you're at the end of your phase, you know, you're, you're approaching the next one. You, you, it's very likely, especially with like the full moon, you, you'll just, you'll, you'll feel it. You know, you're just so close. Yeah. Almost yeah, and it's just, there. When I talk to people about the kinds of problems they want to solve or be engaged in working on, it's like, to me, it's like, this is not the type that wants to be on like NASA sized problems. They're going to take decades to solve because then it's, you know, you're going to see the fruition of it. Right. Right, right. Might not even oh, be alive yeah. to see it or whatever. Or people, you know, you know, that are working on super visionary projects that don't necessarily need to be connected to that end result. Like Gibbous is like, no, end result. Wanna wanna see it, wanna have it, wanna get excited about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Okay. So then the next phase, of course, is the full moon where the plant is blooming it's produced flowers or the um if if it's fruit let's um it's there's hopefully if everything has if the gibbous people have done their job correctly (laughs) (laughs) well if all the if actually if everything has been done correctly then you know this is the point where you really reap the rewards you know you've got fruit all over the all over the plant are flowers all over the plant. Um, but um, we're, we're talking about the disseminating phase, which is the, the next one following the full moon. And this is where the, the, the moon starts to decrease in light. So objectivity starts to wane. Subjectivity is picking back up again. And the... Um, and since we're past the, the opposition, the sun-moon opposition, we're, we're, which is the full moon, we are, the, the moon is no longer, it's no longer a waxing moon, it's a waning moon. And that changes the energy. Now the energy is becoming more internalized. So it's not this, this um, external kind of driven competitive energy that you find so much in the outer world. But... But with the disseminating moon, if you picture the the plant, you know, let's say it's a it's a a fruit tree or a, mm. you know whatever um, a tomato plant, <laughs> you know, this is where the fruit is ripe and it's ready. So this is you; it's ready to be picked. It's ready to be enjoyed. This is the time to share it with other people. Um, you can. Um, reap, reap all the rewards of all the work that you've done at this point. And so the, the, quali- the characteristics of disseminating moon people, they make great teachers because it's about giving back. It's, it's about sharing with the outer world. It's, you, you'll, you'll notice as we move forward with the, 
the waning phases that it be that they become a little more altruistic in nature, and there's a little bit more. Um, you know, it's like I've been there, done that. Now I wanna, I wanna see what I can do to to give back to the world. More of that. Yeah. So there's a generosity in that, and I mean that can show up in a lot of different ways. So you know, there's people that um, that may have this this phase and that less about the the title of being a teacher and maybe they're they're um, a natural mentor you know it may not be in their job description but it's something that everyone comes to them at work right because they want to share and be open and be generous right in terms of what they're not for a mile yeah yeah disseminating moon people are usually very approachable they're you they can be very very likable and genuinely care about people in different ways, of course. <laughs> you have to look at the science, <laughs> the planets are in, and you know what's you know what what else is taking place in the chart. But there can be that 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 um, strong desire to give back to to help in some way. Yeah. So if they're not connected around the mission of what they're doing, if there isn't a freedom to be generous with their time, right? Like for Maybe it's, just, it's going to be challenging for people if they're like, um, have really strict rules about what's, what's allowable with their time, how they give right. their time, how they share of themselves at work. That can be, that can be painful. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, this could show up like, for example, in a CEO who, who enjoys mentoring and empowering people in the organization. Um, you know, really teaching people leadership skills. Um, could show up with somebody who wants to just donate their time to volunteer somehow. Yeah, and then that person may have this idea that um, they care less about what they're doing for a living and more about what does that help them do out in the world, right? Right, right. You know, and I think a lot of times, you know, and this is just, you know, an example of, of the phase, the, the meaning of the phase and not necessarily connected to any situation I, I know of in real life. But the, what, what I think of is, is people who, you know, like a doctor, for example, who um, has a successful practice or, you know, wherever maybe he works for a hospital, but he has the skills. He can jump in and help when needed. So if there's a crisis, you know, this doctor may give his time to to help, or you know, I think of people who you know when there is a a catastrophe catastrophe of some sort, all the people who pitch in to go to go help mm-hmm. without asking for anything in return. But um, you know, generally, it's it's a little bit more than just helping. It is there is a um, sort of showing or teaching or educating, you know, somehow empowering others. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess we, anything else? I, I, I guess we better move on to the last <laughs> phase. Um, the, so, the, and then of course we talked about the third quarter phase last time. Now we're at the balsamic. And I, there's something about the basalmic moon that I think is 
one of the most, I find people born under this phase to be absolutely fascinating. <laughs> I don't know why, but I have a lot of Balsamic moon people in my life. But, and they, you know, they're all totally different, but I can see a lot of, com, you know, similarities, a lot of things they have in common. Um, I think of them, you know, at this point, the moon is, it's, it's almost total dark darkness again. And by the end of the phase, it will be totally dark. Um, as it approaches the new moon, the, um, you know, this is where the plant is. I mean, there's nothing left. <laughs> it's lost everything. And it's, it's completely dormant at this, at this phase. So it's, it's more about looking towards the future. The past is over, you know, been there, done that. Now it's, it's not about doing anything again. It's about moving forward. I don't know what the future holds, but I, I feel some excitement towards it. And it's more of an intuitive knowing because we are back in prime, you know, mostly a subjective space. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, and many people view the, the lunar phases as, as different paths in your lifetimes you know, your life, many lifetimes, um, I should say. And when you look at them that way, the basomic moon is, is the last phase of, so it's the final, let's say, you know, of whatever you were here to experience through this lunar cycle. You're now, you're now that you're here for completion. You're here to do things that didn't get done. It, to finish things up there's not this real excitement to make a big splash in the world typically it's more about um really just finishing things up finalizing it can be very karmic you may find people born under this phase of they're having a lot of short-term relationships <laughs> Or they're having some very um, wild relationships. You know, it's, it's all very karmic. And then this thing could be said for, for jobs as well. Um, well, I'm not sure if this, if this um, is um, true or not. When you've looked at the, the balsamic moon, but a lot of times what I hear about it is, is that people need, a lot, need some time alone, Right. That mm -hmm. in this process, it's like um, that whether if they are working in a situation where they're interacting with a lot of people, then they might need quite a lot of bit of downtime. Yeah, the outer world is no longer their focus. Yeah. You know, their primary focus. I mean, you still have to live in the outer world, but mm -hmm. it's how, how do you live in it? But yeah, yeah. I absolutely. Balsamic moon people like time alone. Um, you know, More I, visionary. Yeah, vi that's a big one. Absolutely. Visionary very intuitive um i um i think there's just this kind of um all-knowing that is um that is um that seems to be present you know it's like they've they've already done it they are they already know it they don't care that much about it but this is where they are 
Um, yeah. And maybe there's that feeling of they get pulled into jobs where there's something they're supposed to be doing. Right. Um, I mean, that sounds quite passive, but I mean, like they might find themselves in places like they didn't expect, like when you're talking about, you know, in different kinds of jobs and being like, what is their role to play in bringing right. whatever's going on there to closure? You know, and that could be an organization itself closing or um, in terms of, you know, what's happening in terms of change inside of an organization or being drawn out into the world in different ways, but feeling like they're on their own personal journey in this, as well. Like there's a larger context. Right. Or desiring a larger context to what it is that they're doing in the world, less from that disseminating, Hey, I need to be giving back, but more about like, no, from a spiritual standpoint, what is, what is this experience I'm having? Right. What does it mean about how um, I'm growing and completing as a human being? Right. Yeah. Now I can think, I can think of one example. My, my sister was a teacher for many years and for her whole career, as a matter of fact. And she taught students who were taken out of public schools because they had a learning um, challenge that mm -hmm. needed, you know, they, where they needed um, more focused attention work on that. So they could, you know, eventually continue back, go back to public school. But that was a very, um, you know, very, I think a very interesting job that I can relate to this. She always said that she was going to, um, um, you know, she was going to do that for five years and then move on and do something, <laughs> something much different, but she never did. Mm. And, you know, that I, I think, um, you know, if, if we were talking maybe the crescent moon, for example, or the first quarter moon, mm. I think she probably would have. Um, but it's, it's, it's just that energy of it. You know, it's like there, there isn't this real drive to do something enormous, you know, to climb to the top. That doesn't mean that you're not going to do that, of course. I mean, you know, it's just, you've got to look at everything. You've got to look at the whole chart, but the Basamic moon in its own, um, um, sense is, is more about completion. Well, and I think that was interesting about that for me is that, that especially in, in the U S culture in terms of all this thing about, you should be driven, you know, you should keep moving forward. You should right. keep accomplishing, you should keep growing. It just may not be, what a balsamic moon person is interested in. Right. right. And, and yeah. Yeah. And I think to, you know, that just made me um, think of something she had said was that she did, she wanted to make a lot more money <laughs> than a teacher <laughs> makes, but she didn't want to work that hard. <laughs> mm. You know, she, she had summers off, um, mm. you know, nice vacations, Christmas, you know, nice vacation around Christmas. And, you know, she just didn't want to put all, put all that effort into, you know, working you know, those long hours that you have to work to make the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. And I would imagine that was also pretty satisfying for her. Yeah. 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 I mean, we all want more money, but <laughs> no matter what, but, you know, typically, but, yeah, but it was. So, okay, well, I guess we have 
I guess that concludes our, our, <laughs> we, our series on, <laughs> on our phases. Yeah, so let's just talk about the phases again, wrap them up so we can get a sense of how they are in the circle. So there's new moon, mm-hmm. first quarter. Then we're looking at um, crescent moon. Well, the crescent. Oh, the, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new moon, the crescent moon, then the first quarter. First quarter. Oh, Aubrey. And then, and then your phase. Gibbous, full, yeah, full disseminating, disseminating. Yeah. Last quarter, last quarter, and then the basalt. new. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope that you can certainly find some meaning from from your phase um, after listening to this podcast, and if if you. You know, if you happen to skip the first podcast on the lunar phases, you know, and you, you didn't hear your phase, go back and listen to it because it was a it was a really um, was a really interesting discussion about the primary phases. But we certainly hope you found some some meaning and some significance. And, you know, if you'd like to know more, we're here. You can contact us. Yeah, you can ask, a, ask us a question um, on our site, careerastrologers.com. Yep, our new site. And then um, we're, we'd be happy to talk to you about your chart more in depth and doing a reading for you. Absolutely. Any feedback or anything you'd like to, to share with us, um, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. All right, then signing off from Portland, this is Aubrey. And Tom um, in Alexandria, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>